Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Yeah, yeah, six o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Assize and Craig Carr, not a fan, and of course, worldwide on CBS Sports Network. I think the uh, quote that we shall live by comes from Peter Shu. Who's Peter Shu, you ask? He, of course, uh, dated Madonna back in 1994, and he's trying to sell her panties and other stuff that she left at the crib. Yo, you want your panties back, you gots to pay. That's what I'm talking about. Now, America at its best. I Good morning, to, Boomer. How are you today, buddy? Boy? I'm doing great, Craig. I used to have a crush on Madonna way back when in the day, back in the 80s. When I was walking around with my Sony Walkman, it was you like dated a, Madonna. I didn't date her. I said, you know, I, I kind of had to odds for her. She yeah. was, she was, well, she, she was, was Madonna. She was, and she was and big she was on the scene. And, yeah, your boy and, uh, Peter King picked me up at the Cincinnati like airport, virgining her face off after I was uh, drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals in the second round and uh, pissed off and everything else. And he picked me up at the airport. He goes, "What do you listen to?" I said, "Borderline." He goes, "Borderline? What's that?" And I said, "That's the new hit album by none other than." This chick named Madonna. Yo, you want your panties back? You got to pay like everybody else. I think I might, I might <laughs> I buy a pair that. of those. Yeah? yeah? You never know. Madonna's underwear? Anyway, uh, Yankees last night. Uh, it's another series loss for Yankees. Then they had to go out to Seattle. All right, so here's and, the number. Uh, they, know, they, haven't won, they haven't won a series in 10 series. They've not won a series in Ooh, forever baby. in a day. Uh, Frey, let's see. Frazier, of course, gets hit. Um and they're not good enough. They're just not good enough right now. But now, whatever it is, whether they don't get the pitching, they don't get the hitting one day. Sometimes it's a combination. And uh, they are now three games over 500. They're well under 500 over the last 30 games and 40 games. And the question is, like I said yesterday, I didn't think the trades they made were significant. Like, they didn't get an ace. They didn't get a 40-home run guy. That being said, uh, how many of those guys are available? How many of those guys are available? What they did is they did a good job, uh, you know, kind of mixing and matching, and you know they go move Headley over to first base. He's gonna, I, I guess, he's gonna um, platoon over there. And the the fact of the matter is, is Brian Cashman was aggressive, and he and he fortified the bullpen, which obviously yes, we he know did. he had to do. So he did that. So he's he's doing all the right things. Now the question oh, like is, the is whether or not. Whether or not this team is going to actually start playing. Right, because if you're down 6 nothing or 6-1, the, the, the bullpen don't mean and, nothing. And can I say something, man? I mean, you got to play your guys now, right? I mean, I, I guess Joe Girardi's been around long enough. He knows when he has yep. to kick it in gear. I mean, in he gear. pitch hit, but... I know, play. but you got to play your guys. I mean, I aren't you... Isn't it about winning series now? And this is 10 series in a row, which they have not won. Now, they split with the, uh, the Red Sox uh, the series prior to this. But at the end of the day, uh, this team is has been awful the last 40 games. Yeah. I mean, they awful is the exact word for it, and it's a different problem, you know, every night. And now they're, what, four and a half games out? If they didn't get off the start that they had, they'd be as bad as the Mets are, if not worse. 
Think about that for a second. If you, uh, you can't take out a 40-game trunch of a season. I mean, they did. They were 16 games over 500. The problem is Dude, that they, they played three games. They played 13 over games under 500 since that moment. That's what I'm. Since that high water mark, they've been record-wise uh, in the bottom third of baseball. Yeah, and you're and that's not. Being kind. And, and as a, as the big Yankee fan as you are, you're not concerned about this. Well, I mean, listen. If you're, you're a Yankee fan, of course you're concerned. Well, they what are you going to do? Like, who are you holding responsible for this? I don't think you hold anyone responsible. Uh, why, for why, it. why are you hold Teddy Alderson responsible for things? Or Terry Collins responsible for injuries. That's why. The Yankees have been beset by injuries. Oh, the Mets haven't had injuries. That's, I'm not talking about oh, the Mets. No, but I'm just saying. Talking about the Yankees. You, you seem to blame Sandy Alderson and Terry Collins for everything, all the Met problems, and, of course, Jeff Wilpon. You like to throw him in there. Yeah. But now when I go flip it around and say, okay, the Yankees have been 15 games under 500, yeah. and I'm like, who are, you, who are you holding responsible? Well, you have to hold injuries responsible. That's what you Wait, have to what do. What injuries? Uh, there's a lot of injuries. They've lost uh, half their team did, to injuries. Did, did Not lose, for as long uh, as the Mets, but they've lost a lot of guys. Did they, did they lose Cespedes, Harvey, Syndergaard? Uh, did they lose Neil Walker? Did they lose Lucas Duda? Well, they the don't have weeks. those guys on their roster, so Mats, they did not. Mats didn't start the season. Holiday was out. was out. Lugo was out at the beginning of the year. I mean, I, 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 the reason I, I bring this up, yeah, okay, is and it's not to, it, it's not to kill the Yankees, but. You know, it's sooner or later we got to get real around here. Yeah. And I know they're the Yankees. I know they're the pinstripes. I know there's a big, big to do about mm-hmm. Frazier wanting to wear number 21 because it was the great Paul O'Neill's number. No, I mean, God Almighty, stop already. Well, we're going to have an outfield of 77, 88, 99. I can imagine how good that's going to look one day. All right. But here's the deal, man. You know, they, they, you got to hold somebody responsible. I'm still trying to figure out. I haven't heard one, one iota of criticism towards. Anything only with Chase Headley the seems, right? Well, seems Chase like Headley he, or Tyler Clipper. Seems like Headley gets all the criticism that well, Clipper did before he got shipped out. I mean, Dylan Patanzas has got some of that stuff too. But I that's that's the player stuff. I I get that, but I'm like, what what what's going on here? What well, are we listen, doing? I think what right, what your team's season is imploding. Uh, I think the last forty games they've played the way most people expected them to play. Your I think I think season is I think imploding. the anomaly may truly be the first forty games. Is that possible? But you're I heard what you said. Yeah, but you're not like you're not like letting it register. I don't you're frustrated. Because me. I'll tell you why. Because there are three games out in the loss column, and I still have the belief that the uh, they're gonna flip that switch and all of a sudden they're gonna win, you know, nine out of eleven. You know what I remember? I don't know why I feel the way you know, but I feel like, that way. You remember the Mets are all bowing out their chest down That's in spring right. training, we're ready, we're gonna be the next great team, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So the Yankees get off to a great start. You know who was bowing out their chest? You were. I was. Oh, look at the Yankees. They got Aaron Judge. and got Sanchez. Oh, my God. Blah, That's blah, blah. right. And now, let's be real. Can let's we just be it. real? Let's be real. Let's drain the swamp. Let's, let's drain, just drain the, swamp. the swamp and stop already. Who's the stop. swamp on the Yankees? I don't know. You tell me. I tell, I'm waiting here. They have a bunch of guys that aren't performing well, and they have injuries. You put it together, you're going to lose a lot of games. That sounds and like the Mets call to me. me. A biatch. That I'm sounds like that too, it, you sounds dummy. Like, it sounds like the Mets to me. No, it's much different. Oh, okay. Here's so why now the Mets different. are different. Here's why, why the different. Mets different. Expectation is what changes the difference. The Yankees exceeded expectations and have since come back down to earth. The New York Mets never uh, realized their expectations. Can I ask you a question? That's the difference. Are we talking about Practice? the New York no. Yankees? Are we talking about the New York Yankees? Talking about the New York Yankees. How many championships did the New York Yankees have? And they have ben no ben expectations. Ciente. And they have no expectations they have no whatsoever. No expectations for this year. You know it, and I know it. They came in as a team that they was thought of no as a— They have no expectations. They didn't? Eddie, have you ever heard of a Yankee team 
that has never had expectations, especially yeah, after the great core four teams of the 90s. Oh, they are the Yankees, angelic uh, choir music. They uh, always have Always have expectations. Always. Now, now you both be a douchey. I know That's you're a Met fan, and I know this guy over here. We have to drain the oh, yeah. swamp on Add this guy. And another douchey fan. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, do the Yankees have expectations oh, yeah, or not? Boom. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they have the home run hitting contest, king contest, or king of the king, or whatever. You know what I'm yes, talking about. They, the winner. They didn't before the season started. Correct, sir. Now but you're once talking. the season started, and you have Aaron Judge. big expectations. Oh, my God. The yes, I know. And now, all of a sudden, listen, Mr. Excuse Maker over here. Oh yeah, get, can't How am I see making excuses. You're not excuse playing maker. well. Oh, okay, but guilty as charged. I mean, Sandy Alderson sucks. He does suck. Uh, uh, Terry Collins sucks. Let me ask you a question. Jeff Brian, Wilpon sucks. On, Everybody Brian. sucks over there. Meanwhile, that's right. They all they, suck. They, they've had more injuries than anybody in baseball. How about this, Brian? And Kent, now all of a sudden, okay. when we talk about the pinstripes and the Yankees, who have no expectations, all of a sudden, that's right. Oh, it's a, it's an injury here. It's an injury there. Here's the, the difference. We're not holding anybody. We're not holding anybody sure accountable. Here's the difference. Brian Cashman made a trade. They have what a, the Mets do? They have. Well, the Mets are going to sell. They'll make some when? trades. When's that going to happen? Well, what does it have to happen right now? Or yeah, do you just sit on it and you wait? Well, what do they? I don't even know if they know anyone's phone number to make a trade. Yeah, well, maybe you send Addison Reed and Asdrubal Cabrera to the Red Sox. How would you like that, How Mr. Yankee you like fan? That? How I would you like this, that? The New York Yankees at least are trying to Hold improve on. themselves. Hey, Jason. The New York Mets do Jason, nothing. Jason, get, get Jason from Brooklyn. What do you got for us? Jason, yeah, you're yeah, on yeah. the fan, buddy. Go ahead. Why are you so salty on the Yankees? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be oh, real no, here, man. Jason. You know, it, it, uh, you're a Brooklyn guy. You like to be real. You guys over there are always talking about be real, be real, be real. I'm trying to be real. <laughs> be real there, Jason. Come on. Uh, you know what? Be, you, and and see the forest through the trees. Come on now. You, you can't do that. Come on. No, no. You you come on. I can't. Are you whining? Is a Brooklyn guy whining yeah, to yeah, me I'm on the radio? Whining. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because my Yankees are doing bad right now. Right. That's right. We'll Thank you for being real. I know you. I know you get frustrated when the Mets are struggling, right? Yeah, so, but that's you know? a, I've, I, my struggle is over. That that ended like three weeks ago. You're, so my season a, is before Memorial Day. I'm already looking forward to football, man. You know what I'm talking about? A, you and uh, the uh, the 1.2 million Mets fans in this city are waiting for the Jets and Giants to open up camps on Monday, right? Or yeah, but you're, you surprise me. You're, How do I surprise you? You're such a you're such a waif. How, how am I? A what? A waif. A waif. I've been yeah. called a lot of things. Things, things that are associated with thin or nothing. No, what I mean by thin, like your opinion of the Yankees. Uh, they just made a trade. They're trying to improve themselves. Your opinion of the At Yankees. At least they're active. Just we listen the to Mets me. sit back and go, Can you hey, shut up me? for five seconds? Woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. Let's bring up Tim Tebow. Let's not bring Rosario up. The Yankees recognize that they're in trouble. So what do they do? They make a trade. They're New starting trouble. third baseman. You're going to have to make a trade for like nine other guys. Hey, That's can I right. ask you a question? What? What I, what I mean by wave. Your your criticism about the Yankees is is thin. It's just thin. It's like it's flimsy. It's waif like. It's just it it's not real because you're such a fan that you can't see what the rest I, of us are seeing. We all see the same thing. And I try Mediocre to be as, baseball. Hey, dude, I try to be as objective as anybody else. Yeah. I I sat here the other day and said, you know what? I turned off Cespedes to watch uh, Judge. Right. And I'm a, and I'm a Met fan, and I'm disgusted by Cespedes. Although yesterday he played well, so one out of every ten games, right. he'll give you a little bit of an effort, and he'll actually do something for the twenty five million dollars. He actually he's scored a run yesterday. Right. Exactly. Right. So right. Uh, so at least I'm real about that. No, you're real about be that. Be real. What's not real about me saying that you're going cuckoo for Coco? Let's go to Richie out in Long Island. Richie, what do you got for Boomer and Carton this morning? Hello. Hello. Come on, Richie, bring it on. Bring the noise. Let's go. All right, Boom, listen, I got to tell you right now, my man, um, it's day and night what you're saying about the comparisons as far as expectations go for the Yankees and Mets, all right? At the beginning of the year, 
I was not expecting the team to do what they did on the early half of the season. Coming into the second half, this is pretty much what I did expect. Okay? Now, the difference between that and the Mets, very simply, we walked into the year with the Mets thinking that they were going to be the runaways in the NL East. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, so. That being said, that being said, we have the season. We're only three out of the loss column. And now, yes, they do have expectations, and they are expected to do something because obviously the trade was made. Right, That's and right, they made yeah, that so, trade yeah. to try guess to get over that ha- And guess what? It's not happening. It's it not happening. one game. It's not happening. They played I'm just one game it's not since the trade. It's, it's, it's just not and happening. Pinch I mean, you guys around here, you got your head so far up your Yankee tuchus uh, that you that you can't see what the rest of us are seeing. You're, you know what it is? I don't what? know what it is. You're attacking because you're dissatisfied no. Let's with go yourself. to Mark in Hoboken, New Jersey. Mark, you're on with Boomer and Carton. What's happening? Boomer and Carton, what is oh, up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's my show go? Where is that? Where yes. What do you got for us, Mark? Mark? So where's my show? I'll tell you exactly what I got. I'm with you, lock, stock, and barrel, Boomer. Why? When Craig and the rest of the Yankee fans, I'm not a hater, but I'm definitely a Mets fan. But the last 10 series, they're 0-8-2. Right. Boomer, somebody gets a Mets. The last 10 series that the Mets played, I don't even think they have this bet. And I'm with you, lock, stock, and barrel. How can you lose three starting pitchers, right. your star outfielder, and, and expect to compete on any level, any day, anywhere? In any and don't sport? forget they lost their closer, too. Don't forget, hey, he was suspended, and then he came back and had a blood clot so in his uh, we, shoulder. So you're talking about the Boomer, Mets or the Yankees? Boomer, Boomer. Yes. I don't want to besmirch anybody's athletic talent, especially professionals. But even when Familia is in, he's a vet. Yeah, I know he sucks too. Yeah, so. he's just fine. Hold Let's on. Go, no, no, no. Let's go to Dennis <laughs> in New Jersey. Funny. Dennis, what's happening, brother? I'm, I'm going to do this like the afternoon show. Yeah. Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> well, what do you got? got some calls? Yes. Uh, you lost Dennis. There. Dennis, what happened, no, you man? Lost him. You lost him. You, you lost thought him. I was a phony fan. I'm like, phony fan of what? Well, I don't know how you're I, a phony I come fan. here and the, I come here and I bring the noise hater. every single morning. And I'm just telling you right now the fact that your team makes a trade. Shows you how panicky they are. It's not panicky. Yeah, it's a team that panic. recognizes they're panicky. They're panicky. that they're they They're trying to fill let's, holes. Let's put ourselves over the edge. And let's not, play our, and let's not play our star right fielder because he needs a break. Well, I agree with you on that. If you had a choice, would you either your GM sit back and do absolutely nothing or try to you know, do something to improve the team? Well, look, my, 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 my team. My, my, Sandy Olsen, I don't even know if he's alive. He's alive. Hey, what's he doing? Oh, he'll make some trades. Don't well, worry about we, it. Well, we're, gonna, we're just going to wait till the very end, and then uh, maybe and you then never know. You try to extract. You try to oh. extract the, the the most that you can. Yeah. How about be active? How about be proactive? Yeah, he will. But just relax. Why he has to do it? Yes. Yes. So they try to patch, 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 patch. Don't you understand? Did you say Yankees in sinking ship? At yes. least, at least you have some sort of reality going on. See, the Yankees woke up yesterday, three days ago, and they heard the song, There's a hole in the bucket, dear Liza. So they plugged that hole. Put your finger in the dike and stop the bleeding. Let's go to Stanley and Hawthorne. Stanley, you're on with Boomer and Carton. What's happening? Good morning, Boomer. Good morning, Carton. What Good morning. is up? Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. yeah. Listen. God rest George Steinbrenner, because if he was alive now, I don't think he would be putting up with Joe Girardi, keep losing series after series, and changing the players constantly every single day instead of keeping some of these rookies like Frazier in the lineup and keep them in the lineup. And the pitching, I don't know what he's doing with the pitching. Well, you you can't blame Joe Girardi for Bad starting pitching. Pitching in the seventh inning, striking out the sides, 
and then taken him out. But last week we left him in for the eighth inning. I mean, what is Joe Girardi? Well, you have to, uh, Joe Girardi. Well, I'm tell you that, that's, that's a Yankee fan right there that's yes. frustrated and he's real. Now, not like you. Not like you. Why don't you put these freaking glasses? Uh, put those glasses on because you can't see it? anyway. So it doesn't matter. I can't see what? Anything. You can't see anything. You I don't see, see the big all. picture. I knew I was going to come in here this morning, mm-hmm. and you were going to try to deflect and distract, and I'm not going to let that happen. I'm today. not doing either one of the things. you got a problem, and you got to handle it. And <laughs> and if you don't come and bring the noise, and you don't bring the criticisms that you normally bring towards every team, for some reason, maybe because they let you sit in judges' chambers or some stupid thing like that, I'm just telling you. You are you're you're doing a disservice How, to your what fans. Am I, what am you're I doing to a do? disservice they got to bad the, starting the pitching New York no sports landscape. I should attack the Yankees because they, they didn't get a good job out of the starting pitcher yesterday. You attack the Mets all the or, time. No, I attack the Mets for incompetence. I attack the Mets for They're not hurt. playing fundamental baseball. They're hurt when you lose a game because you don't pitch well or hit well. Yes, they, it stunk. But the Yankees at least are proactive in trying to get better. All tell right. me the last time the last time the Mets just tell me this. What's tell me the last three New York Met moves. Uh, you think you got nothing. Ugats. What do you mean I got Ugats? We yeah. brought up Hansel Robles and he Hansel promptly gave up a home run. It's Boomer and Carton. Mornings from six to ten on the fan. Button down on but himself. Bold. Yeah, well, just bold design. Bold. Well, this is an Under Armour shirt. Very bold choice. Thank you. <laughs> Jerry, that shirt's a little too big on Jerry. It's almost like I've lost uh, some you borrowed your father's uh, button button down. What are you saying? My father's fat? No, just say your father might be bigger than you. He's not. You've lost some weight. Nice. I have. I figure you got a second job delivering. Yeah, you're going to deliver mail because you're wearing blue from <laughs> coming from the guy that's wearing stars all over his shirt. Wow. What's oh, that? Attacked right back. I like the attacking. new Jerry. I love the new Jerry. I'm not attacking at all. What do you say about the that? New moves? Jerry. You take a shot. We take a shot back. That's fine. We can take it. I can handle it. The new Jerry. The shirt is kind of sweet though. I don't know. Keep telling yourself that. Big right. fat boomer. <laughs> Where's the interview? It's not an interview. Yeah, it is. What Compass is Media Networks is doing a conference, and I'm going to speak because of my storied Ooh. career. That's right. Do you think you should wear a shirt that fits? Since you're I think my shirt does. When I stand up, I think it looks fine. It does look better because you acknowledge it is a little big on you. Yes, yeah. I, I do acknowledge that. Huh. But I think it looks fine. You're speaking at like Fabulous. a symposium? I don't know. <laughs> Are you being Skyped in? No, I'm going there. Are you oh, the featured speaker? I'm going there. Uh, me and Brian Baldinger, yes. Oh, it's my main man. Yeah. Remind him that I used to beat his ass in ping pong. I will let him know that you Please used to do. beat his ass in ping pong. I mean, I, I beated that ass. Just, it, wasn't, it was like you're crying on the floor in puddles of your own tears because <laughs> I, I beat your ass in ping pong. I don't get the sense he probably did that, but he was oh, probably he very it. upset because of how these professional athletes are when That's they lose. That's right. Hmm. Beat his ass. Yes. Where, where is the uh, symposium? Yeah. Uh, it's in Rye. Oh. In Rye. Yeah. And, and what are you talking about? I'm Jerry Recco. I'm Jerry Recco. I'm Jerry Recco. Right. I'm Jerry Recco. Uh, 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 you, you're the featured speaker exactly. on behalf uh, well, of, of the guy. You're going to be speaking about the Yankees? I mean, the the Yankees. The Cowboys? No, it's about broadcasting. Have you prepared a speech? No. I'm Jerry Recco. You want to go to these things prepared. I am prepared. I, I you talking it's to a kids? round table. I'm being asked questions. Maybe Eddie can put a, together like a little tape of yours. I'm Jerry I Recco. I'm Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> oh, God. Who else is uh, representing Compass Media Networks? Uh, well, Michelle will be there. Michelle Salvatore. She's the, and, the head boss, right? Yeah. And so okay. 
We'll see. So don't you think I view it this way? Mm-hmm. Since you're doing them a solid and lending your great celebrity and your skills yeah. to whatever this important I'm Jerry Recco. I know I'm nothing. Jer- <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you're not being paid to do it because uh, right. you're a good guy. Yeah. For sure, right. I would think because he that, wants to keep a job. Well, I think you have to say, I'm happy to do it, but, you know, what's in it for me? Right? No. Yeah, well, yeah what is in it for me? Why, why, why would there have to be what's in it for me when we go play softball or when we go Charity. do event? Right, but... Yeah, but you you're don't really doing go all something the time. for we're, the company. We're there all the time. You're never there. No, I'm not there when my sons play baseball. Correct. Huh? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> my boys go. come first. That is true. As they should. They always do. Right. But, I, I mean, there's got to be more opportunities with that network to do more stuff. I'm Maybe sh- I'm if may- they think highly enough of you to speak to people, you should be their main guy for everything. Well, I don't know about that, but down the line, maybe there will be. We'll hey, see. Will you get Michelle on the phone for me, please? I don't think you need to if get you Michelle were, on the phone. I would just ask you a question. So. If you were a mailman, would you take the van or would you do the walk? Oh, that's a very with good the, with the, uh, I would leather, do the walk at the exercise the in. Yeah. Nice. Otherwise, I'd look like a fat guy with stars on his shirt. Oh, wow. I mean, he is just unlovable. F you. you, and you Big fat spider? boomer. What is that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what. I, maybe he what went happened? to some self-help class or something. He what self-help? Why is it okay for you to take a shot when I take a I'll shot take back? A shot. Am I reacting? I'm not, I'm, I can what? handle it. He went to a self-help class. Yeah, self-help. All right. I can handle it. Mr. I self-help. Yes, I'm not worried about it. He just likes to start. No, I'm well, just you're saying. The one that, you're the one that's firing back. You're the one that, Yes. I did not okay. fire first. He's just over there like playing referee. Should I, I just stand here and take the slings and arrows? Or should I pick one up and fire one wait, back? Wait, wait, I wait. think you no, would appreciate being fired I'm going to wait until about 7.30 today. I'm going to wait. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to wait until 7.30 today because when you see what my main man did to himself and then how he covered about? it up, it is going to be mm. – it's about as embarrassing as it gets. I don't know what you're referencing. Yeah, right? you know what I'm referencing. I have no idea what you're referencing. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> what I saw was – it's just. Is that right? You saw something I involving saw me? Yes. Oh, so now we were all just, just attacked this morning when you I came in. You couldn't handle the fat guy with stars on your shirt. So you <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying right now. You'll understand what I'm talking about when you sit when when I bring it to light. Uh, you could bring anything about me to light that you'd like. I know. Okay. I get it. All right. I don't know what you saw. I mean, we spent five minutes together. It's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing, actually. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. It's about as embarrassing as it gets. And well, it why just, you come out and, and say it no, just, then? No, no, this is a no. tease. We At 7.30, you're going to yes. embarrass me? And, and, and you know what it does? It, yeah. it, it really, truly uh-huh. uh, amplifies what's been said about you for the last couple of years around here. Is that right? Oh, oh yes. Is this an overall feel about him in the building? Over the last couple of years, or just with an overall us? feel about him? Oh. Yeah, I guess so. I'd love to know what the overall feel is about me in the building. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it all depends on who's in the building and what time. That's of a very day good point. Is. Yes, I hope yes. it's about the big shoulders I have. Here's uh, Jerry with an update. Hi, Jerry. All right, good morning. We're brought to you by HomeServe, relief for your AC emergencies. Visit HomeServeNY.com. And here is your guy, John Sterling. He certainly had an eye on the game yesterday and had a feel for it. This game could get blown up right here. Here's Miguel Sano. Who fly to center his first time. Three runs are in. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. On an 0-2 pitch, Miguel Sano unloads a three-run home run in the distant left center field bullpens. And Minnesota has blown the Yankees out in the second inning. It is now 6-0 Twins on the three-run home run. And there is John Sterling. Coconut water. Yeah, you know, what's amazing about that is John John had it. He pre-called it on, yeah. on an 0-2 count. 
right? Well, no, he said that as Sano was coming up to the plate. Oh, that like was this is a okay. big spot you here. Yeah, they got you. And okay. so, oh two, you get the home run. That made it six nothing. Six one, the final. The Yankees didn't mount much of a comeback. Uh, Sano, the home run. Zach Granite, a two run single, and Eduardo Escobar with an RBI single. Jose Barrios or Barrios, however you pronounce it, six and two thirds for the win. Here was uh, Joe Girardi. What was the issue with Jordan Montgomery on this day? As he struggled in that one inning. He just didn't have his stuff. He couldn't find his curveball or his changeup early in the game. So what are you supposed to do? So everyone's mad at Joe Girardi. Montgomery didn't give him a good outing. They did who, not. Who, what do you mean everyone's mad at Joe well, Girardi? Well, there's, there's a rhetoric I, out there now where, well, Joe Girardi's mismanaging the team. Joe Girardi, mm-hmm. this and that, you know. But when your starting pitcher gives up six runs in two innings, driving guess in, what? You're losing. The last couple yeah. of days driving Fire in. Terry Collins, though. The amount of phone calls that have been about firing Joe Girardi have been overwhelming. I've been surprised, actually. Yeah, and which I, I think don't that's understand. Silly. I agree. Uh, here is Girardi. He says uh, the record not great off over the last thirty or thirty-five games, but we're close. You know, I just feel like we're poised to make a a, a good little run here. I, I feel like I like what our pitchers are doing and the way they're competing. Just not perfectly every night. Right. Uh, I mean, that was a six-one beatdown yesterday. B- it wasn't b- like a three-two loss, and your pitcher, you know, threw a two-hitter. And, and now get, they're out in uh, Seattle tonight, right? They are, and they see Felix Hernandez tonight. Here was I heard uh, of that guy. Well, he year. was hurt for much of the season. Yeah. Um, here is Todd Frazier. Uh, as Maybe he the Yankees can acquire him in a trade. Now he didn't get there until about a half hour before first pitch. Uh, so he had to pinch it <laughs> and then something like that. Yeah. Crazy. So he had a he had to come into the game late and he did uh, strike I don't out. I get that, said, by okay. the way. Then they wasn't the, the trade was in time for him to get on the plane and be here, right? You know, you think I agree, easy. and that and would I be know something. Ball players and they fly first oh, they class. They fly so private, crap. right? I mean, Jesus. My no, thought was so. how is he here half I'm not blaming him. They didn't arrive until a half hour before. How is that possible, though? I'm with you. The game they knew last night. I don't know why are they not on a six a.m. flight to get there. Right, because they were in Chicago, right? It's like an hour and a half away on a plane. No, two hours, whatever it yeah, is. I, I don't know the whole. Uh, like, where they gave him a day to get their belongings. I think there's some time to, oh, to well, figure something, some things figure out. Figure what out? You're a baseball player. You're gonna put on a different shirt and go play baseball a half hour before the game. Oh, you're a tough guy. I'm not being a tough <laughs> oh, guy. You're a tough guy. That's medesque. I don't get it. Tough guy. Well. Hey, you know, Medesque. And I'm being Yankee-esque. critical. So here so I'm being critical of the Yankees the same way I'd be critical of the Mets. Yeah, but and you're, being, the criti- you're being critical of the players not getting there. No, no. Either. Whoever the traveling secretary is that planned for the guys that got traded to the Yankees to get to the game as Yankees, how were they not there five hours before the game? Where are they traveling from? Guam? I think Cuba, and we start, we started restricting travel again, I don't know, so they the, swam here. Maybe the weather problems. You ever think about that? Yeah, I did, and there were none. Okay, <laughs> you didn't bring those up. I was just wondering huh? about those. I'm going to embarrass you at seven thirty. Oh, oh, you have a dirty office. Oh, great. No, we've me, thought, no, no, dirty. we all know oh, that. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> what a point out with your slob. Ooh. 7.30. I wish it was 7.30 right now because you have nothing on me. You know what? Drain the swamp. Drain your office. <laughs> there's this crap prone underneath your desk. Well, I'm not going to lie about that. That's accurate. I think there's peat moss under there. It might be. I'm growing some special uh, you know, Bermuda grass for my new golf course. Great. What else? Uh, what else? Uh, the Yankees will be in Seattle, as you mentioned, on the fan at 9.30. The Yankees trail Boston now by four and a half games because last night the Red Sox beat the Blue Jays again. This one slowly towards short. Charged by Tulowitzki. Won't get it. Rounding third and continuing on to home is Mookie Betts. He oh. scores. It's 5 nothing Boston. Uh, and that's Tim Neverett on Red Sox Radio. You guys radio. a very quick trivia question. If you're final. watching uh, Yankee baseball this yes, year, you know the answer. Yes, what is it? 
I'll go to Jerry first. All right. Uh, oh, you do not want me to go to you first? No, good. I'm good. Okay. Mookie Betts was named after whom? Mookie Wilson. Incorrect, sir. Mm, damn. Not paying attention. Eddie Scazzeri, who is Mookie Betts named after? I'm Mookie Blaylock. My man, Pots and Pans. Very That's nice. how you pay attention. Let's go nice. to Chris and Hal in New Jersey. Chris, you're on with Boomer and Carton. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, I, you know, I like Jerry and all, but yeah. he's like so sensitive. Well, let me, can yeah, I, he is. Very hey, Chris, insecure. Hey, Very Chris, insecure. Quick, quick question. Why is it being sensitive when all you do is fight back as opposed to be uh, a punching dummy? You know what? It just seems like Boomer gave a little tiny rub to you, and then you come right. back home. You, I'm fat. you know why? Yeah, he's you just so he's just because awful. it's predictable. He attacked. Chris, I'm with you. I think Jerry, when he has interviews and stuff, is very sensitive. I'm not sensitive. And I do respect it, though. Close. You know what this is? This is, pro- this is uh, professional, Jerry. This is what this is. Big, yeah. fat boomer. Have a heart attack and die. You, sir, die. <laughs> F you. See? That's professional Jerry. Jerry's getting ready for a big uh, symposium today where he's speaking. That That's was right. So now, tape. you know, that he knows that not... people are listening to him, so I, he has to be like a tough happen. guy, Jerry, today. I'm not tough guy. You make it sound like I came in here just throwing the barbs. I came in here to do my job, and you immediately, well, you're going to deliver the mail today? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Nah, nah, you thought out of yourself, Boomer. You did say that. I didn't say you're anything. Not, I put a, a nice shirt on. Well, it's a little big on you, but you did say oh, that. Oh, so be it. So it's a little big but on you. I'm Jerry Recco. I'm Jerry Recco. You're dead. Now. You are dead. You should be so lucky if you put a shirt on that was big on you once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Big fat boomer. No, it's not me. He's talking to Craig. He's talking to Craig. Yes. Where are my pretzels? He's talking to you. <laughs> not talking to me. I'm not quite sure. Hey, is there some lasagna now. left from yesterday? I'm not quite sure what that oh means. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you're alluding to there. Huh? Man, this is going to be some symposium <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> well, I'm being attacked all of a sudden. You're what not being attacked. I just sat all. here. You're I thought you were trying out for the... The sequel to Big. <laughs> there you go. Not quite. That's nice. I think I look fantastic, by the way. Yes. Metzlaw. In a mailman you're the type of way. Yes. It's going to be precious. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's funny. <laughs> uh, the Mets lost to the Cardinals 7-3. to Dodgers beat the White Sox in eight innings because of rain 9-1. to And I found this interesting. For the Dodger franchise, 31-4 and in a 35-game stretch, the best they've ever done. They've won 11 straight games. Uh, last night, Corey Seager hit one of a few home runs for that team. Did you mention the pretzels were here? No, I said, where are the pretzels? <laughs> so the pretzels might be here. I was excited for a second. I got distracted there. I heard pretzels. No, no pretzels. The Nationals did lose to the Angels 7 to nothing. Uh, what else can I tell you? Of no- oh, Chris Bryant left the game last night for the Cubs. He hurt his finger sliding headfirst into a base. <laughs> and then after the game said, I will continue sliding headfirst into the base. Yeah, just learned how guy. to do it. Just a tough guy, that's all. Yeah, uh, you got that. O.J. Simpson scheduled to appear before a parole board in Nevada today, and I guess that's going to be televised, and it seems like it's a big deal for a lot of people. I guess it is. You know what's interesting about it? You know how a lot of times newspapers, talk show hosts, TV hosts, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, bloggers, podcasters, you have a very personal agenda. So it's not about just saying, hey, here's the news, let's discuss it objectively. There's an agenda, right? Now, sometimes I have an agenda. Sometimes you have an agenda on this show. It's the nature of doing opinionated uh, your media, right? Here's what's fascinating about this OJ thing. So at a 1 o'clock Eastern today, I don't know if we're counting it live or not. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear about it everywhere, though. OJ has his parole hearing, right? Now, forget about the merits of should he be paroled or shouldn't. It doesn't matter. The Daily News hates Donald Trump so much. I saw this. That they actually they put a picture of him on the front page today. <laughs> 
from 25, maybe 40 years ago. Whatever. I don't know yeah. what, um, what the date is on it. The secret history of OJ yeah. and the Donald. So, and saying that another reason to hate Donald Trump, 40 years ago, he was friendly with OJ Simpson. So, I would just ask you this 40 years ago, who wasn't friendly with OJ Simpson, right? True. So, it's, I like, I get it. You hate Trump or hate him. It doesn't matter to me who you like or don't like. But to now use O.J. Simpson as another barb against the president is so transparently pathetic, you know? Because yeah. I'll guarantee you that you could go get the whoever the editor is of the Daily News these days, right? Do or they the have owner one? of it. Wherever, or who, I don't even know who owns it anymore. Right. I guarantee you from 25 years ago, there's a picture of him with O.J. Simpson, right? Right. At a cocktail party. They, they probably you know, fed the guy at some point, right? What's his name? Morty Zuckerman? Who owns the Daily News these days? I didn't think he still owned it. I thought he sold it. Who the hell I knows? Don't know. No one reads the rag anyway. You know? know. Well, I'll read Frank Isola. I will read Frank Isola. You're right about that. Because right. we love Frank. But, you know, there's a reason less than 200,000 people read your paper every day in a city of 12 million. Right? <laughs> I mean, just think about that. 12 million people and like nine people buy the paper. You know, they got, they got guys washing car windows with the newspaper, and they count it as a sale. It's embarrassing. What sound was that, Jerry? <laughs> Can a... you rack that, Eddie? You all right? That was old man left. Wow. All right, it's 642 on the fan. Oh, Jerry made him a sick. He did, okay, yes. John's in Pleasant Valley. John, what do you got, buddy? Hey, uh, you guys weren't paying attention. Jerry said the Mets lost 7-3 to three last oh. night. They won 7-3. to three. Uh, The Mets lost to the Cardinals 7-3. to three. Wow. Jesus right. God. Got, so you said... Don't, don't make me go back to the got, tape from Monday. Don't got, talk, John. Go back so to the you said lose, Monday. I guess we just assume they lose every game. Uh, the Mets lost to the Cardinals 7-3. to three. Right. I do one better. That's Why even do updates if we're going to get the Mets score wrong? <laughs> do we really do them anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. Right. Like people turn yeah, over to find out how the Mets did. Now they think the Mets lost. Right. Right. But, but the it, good news about that is it's so irrelevant, one guy caught right. it. Right. Like, <laughs> Surprised he even caught it. Like, Allen gets 73 calls about it because people just figure, eh, they probably lost. <laughs> <laughs> what was the attendance for last night's game? I don't the know. announced attendance. I can, I know if you give me one second, I can get that for Half you. of them actually showed up. You know? Well, uh, let's see here. The 23? Minutes. You think it was that good? Let's see. I, think well, I remember paid attendance. Right. Uh, actually, the announced attendance is 33. <laughs> There was not 33,000 there. Apparently they dressed up as empty seats. That's a new Halloween costume for the New York mm-hmm. Mets. Right. Hey, Billy, let's go to the game as empty seats. Let's, okay. go, let's kill the Mets, even though the Yankees it, haven't won a series in 10 series. That said, you probably figure a lot of those fans are Cardinal fans, though. The Cardinals have a good draw around the country, but I don't know how many people were there. What? The Cardinals are like a national team. Why is that funny? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, really. Of no, course they Louis are. They're great. They're fun. The Cardinals, like the Cubs, the Dodgers, the over, Giants, over, they have you fans. You're over 50 to be a, uh, a Cardinal fan here. And the reason people over 50 are Cardinal oh, the fans average... is that when they were kids and they had transistor sure. radios, you got KMOX here at night, clear as a bell. But there's not a single person under the age of 50, maybe even 60, that's really grown up a Cardinals fan. <laughs> you might be right. I don't know. Yeah. But I do so think they have a good following. If you're looking to dominate... Men 70 and over, like Mike is, then, you know, yeah, you'll be a Cardinal fan. It's Boomer and Carton, mornings from 6 to 10 on The Fan. There are certain things where you might say any one of us on the show is predictable. Uh, you might say that what's refreshing about the show is that you never know exactly where someone on the show is going to come out on a stance, on a topic, on an opinion. Um, but I, I've taken great stock over the last hour 
I know you're going to try to embarrass me here in 20 minutes, so I'm, I'm waiting for I'm that. I'm going to try to embarrass you. I'm no, just no, you said try that. To, just the, try to show the people what's really going on around the, here. The Yankee-Met rhetoric that comes out of your proverbial mouth, um, frankly, has become somewhat comical to me. Let's go to Scotty in Rockland. Scotty, you're on the fan with Boomer and Carton. What's happening? Hi. Boomer and Craigie, what is up? What oh, is yeah. up? What's happening, Scotty? Where did my show go? What is up? Listen, Boomer, I want to preface uh, by saying I love what you do, love uh, your opinions, and I'm hoping that we can uh, have an adult conversation about this. But uh, I do have to agree here uh, with Craig. You guys know I'm a diehard Yankee fan, but some of the things you're saying, Boomer, is uh, a little out of line here. Um, In terms of uh, you had mentioned if the Yankees didn't do what they did 30, 40 games uh, a few months ago, they wouldn't be where they were, maybe even worse than the Mets. But Boomer, you know, in reality, they did do that. They put themselves Correct. in a position where, um, you know, go out, get a few pieces. They can turn this thing around. I mean, stop poo-pooing what, what is reality. Well, let's talk like adults. You okay. just said they can turn this thing around, meaning that yeah. they need to turn it around because they've been playing so poorly the Correct. last 35, 40 games. But you can't but discount listen, the first and 40 I'm say, games. Like, I'm, exactly. My point this morning, though, Scott, as we talk as uh, like adults, uh, my my point this morning was that you know Craig, you know just hammers away at the Mets. It's Sandy Alderson's fault. It's Terry Collins' fault. He's got to be fired. Jeff Wilpon stinks. He should sell the team. But right. meanwhile, uh, across the uh, across the way over there in the Bronx, the Yankees have played terrible baseball the last ten series. And and, uh, and for me, he just he just will not point that out because he's a Yankee fan. And well, I will make my case yeah. at seven thirty this morning to show you. Why this guy to my left, the guy that I really appreciate, respect as a broadcaster, I consider right. him a great friend and everything else, but in this regard, he is just fagazi. That's you know what I'm just saying, right. if I may, real so, quick? So, so, Boomer, Boomer, Craig, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Boomer, again, cut just off. to talk like adults, and I could appreciate that, it, it almost comes back, you, you know, to, to say, like like Craigie had mentioned, you, you can't you can't dismiss what the Yankees have done. And, and would I agree, as a diehard Yankees fan, that, that, yes, we've been playing poorly. We, we've lost the last 10 series. we put ourselves in a position where, yes, we need to turn this around. But, but with the moves that the Yankees just made, it almost sends a message to say, listen, we're still, we're still right there. A, a game and a half back of the wild card, a few games back of the East, we're right there. We can do this, and, and as an organization, we're, we're in. Have, I got something for you. I, uh, while you guys are you know, going back and forth and back and forth. And as Scott, adults, like adults. Thieves, thieves I mean, very, it's actually nice to have a good point conversation yes. with somebody. I, I, mean, I think that's a very Considering good Considering that for four hours, it's very cool. hard to have one of those around <laughs> well, here. Well done, Billy. The New York Yankees have now played 93 games. Do I have that right, Eddie? The Yankees are 48 and 45. Do yep. I, have I added the numbers right? Yes. Eight and five is thirteen. Carry the one. That's the nine. Four, nine, yeah. seventeen, ninety-five, ninety-three. They've played ninety-three games. They are forty-eight and forty-five. Okay. Would you jot that down for me, Booms? No, I don't need to. Eddie, can you remember forty-eight and forty-five for me? Sure thing. Okay. And the Yankees for the first six weeks of the season. Where at one point we all said the best team in baseball. I asked you three weeks ago. Would they ever touch hey. first place again? Hang on. Hang on. Let's go back a year. Just one well, year. Why do we want to go back last year? Because I got a point I want to make, so let me make my last goddamn point. Last year has nothing to do with yes, this year. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. What was the Yankee record a year ago after 93 games? I have no idea. 
I do. That's why I'm here. Okay. How many games better or worse do you think the Yankees are now than they were a year ago? They're probably the same. One game. Yeah. And here's the, the Yankees deal. were 47 and 46 after 93 games a year ago. Now they are 48 and 45. Has the team ever actually bought guys? Has, has the team ever, has a team that you know, and because you're like the baseball aficionado around here when it comes to the Yankees, uh, has a team ever gone into the trading deadline like the Yankees have and acquired players the way that they have and then a week later get rid of those players because they realize that they don't have a chance? Sure, the Mets have some point. You could be buyers and sellers in the same year, <laughs> within the same uh, like eight day period. Yeah. Uh, listen, is it possible? I imagine that it's definitely impossible. Yes. Right. Has it happened? Not to my knowledge. I'm gonna give you one more thing. You're gonna like this one, right? Yeah. Your New York Mets. Okay. In the last 52 games, what's the New York Mets record? It's probably like uh, 20 and 32. 500. So it's better than the Yankees. Much better. Over a fifty last fifty two games, so I'm not coming up with some random dates to make an argument. All right, so but my point being is that what I started that's with this why morning, the first forty when games. I started, so important. When I started here, every game is important. When I started, except for the games that you want to give guys rest, especially guys that are like twenty five years old, right? Um, which makes no sense at all. Uh, well, that's a whole nother point that you're not you're not talking. I brought about. it up yesterday. My whole thing with you this morning. Um, was all about how you just blister the Mets and the Mets hierarchy in the front office when you say nothing about the Yankees and you all you do is complain about the injuries and you say, well, they got injuries. This is why this is happening. And they're also Nobody not has had well. more injuries than the Mets, and you never, ever allude to that. I do all the time. No, you don't. The Mets have a level of— No, you don't. Of... What did they do? They didn't bring anybody in here. Right. Well, why didn't they bring anybody in They're asleep in at the wheel. They thought that they had a team that was going to be good enough— to uh, basically contend for a World Series. And when you look at them health-wise, you say, yes, if they all stay healthy, they have a very good chance of making the World Series. But when you lose three-fifths of your starting pitching staff, when you lose your closer, when you lose your superstar outfielder who painted his hair blue today or yesterday for an extended period of time, your first baseman for an extended period of time, your second baseman for an extended period of time, your shortstop who now moves over to second base because the second baseman's been hurt for an extended period of time, you got problems. But no, it's Sandy Alderson's fault. It's Terry Collins' fault. But when it comes to the Yankees, Oh, it's about that first 40 games and how good they were. Thank God. And that's what's kept them this close. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You, you know nailed it. I, but the thing about it is I have come across something within the last two and a half hours. I don't know what it possibly could be. That has given me great clarity uh, as to where you are coming from. You want and to share I that will, with us? I will I will share that with you after the next break, and I'll be more than happy to share it with you. And my 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 thing is not to embarrass my partner. Right. My thing is to support my partner. I appreciate and that. understand where he's coming from. Well, that's really and quite that's fun why, of you. And that's why for ten years, I've never ever left the studio mad at you at for any reason whatsoever, because I understand you. I get you. I understand how your brain ticks. Mm -hmm. And I understand what, you know, gives you motivation to show up here every day and do the show that you do. I understand you better than you understand yourself. Well, I'd love to hear from you. And that's why we never fight. I can't wait to hear this revelation you have about me. Plus, Carmelo Anthony says, guess what, bitches? I'm not playing anywhere but Houston. Make it happen. 
And the Rockets are desperately trying. It's Boomer and Carton. Mornings from 6 to 10 on The Fan. And I noticed. Let's get Jerry's that update. That my man, Craigie. Hmm. Jerry's uh, here with an update. Jerry actually shaved up nice today. Because yesterday you looked a little shaved bit. Shaved last night. You know what you looked like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to get into it. Admittedly, you said you looked like a mess. You looked like you were dirty you said and the whole thing. And, and so you decided to shave. Did you not? Shaved last night. And you shaved very, very close. Did my head? Did my face? Yep. You, not only did you do your head, you yep. actually uh, cut a couple chunks out of your head, didn't you? Oh, that sucks. Is that why you have the hat on today? Well, why don't you take your hat off and show people uh, just how badly you cut yourself? Well, why would I want to do that? Is it that I, bad? It, it's that bad. I, just, I was I shaving think you, my uh, head and I, I went, uh, oh, man, I just thought maybe I had a pimple or something. You know, sometimes it yeah. happens. And um, when I washed, you know, the, the razor blade under the water, uh-huh. a piece of my head came. Right, exactly. So I think, so it's, very, I think it's very important for him to show the audience on TV exactly what he did to his head. And then, well, what did, and then, and then Jerry, you could describe how he covered the wound on his head. See anything, Jerry? Uh, no, but can I see where the wound is, please? Do you see anything? How did he cover the wound on his head? Craig, please bend over. What happened? Excuse you. <laughs> you heard me? <laughs> what happened? Again, show him the top of your head. Oh, come on. Yes. You have Yankee Band-Aids? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's got Yankee Band-Aids on his head. Oh, uh, you are something special. Huh? We got to stop the bleeding. Oh, uh, come on. Look at that. And you just happen to have Yankee Band-Aids? Yankee bitch. Band-Aids Yankee bitch. The, uh, you know, the thing. The medicine cabinet. What thing? Cabinet. You mean your office? No, the medicine cabinet. cabinet. I did it so, last night. Because when you can't go to bed bleeding out, and I have to stop and, the bleeding. And, and, and Yankee the bitch. Yankee if bitch. you had the Yankee uh, Band-Aids here, I could understand it's a sports talk radio station. You put right. some Yankee Band-Aids. But he has the Yankee Band-Aids at home. That's right. What does that tell you? That means whatever he says about the Yankees, just forget about it. You see where it's coming from. It is no longer an objective point of view. It's completely no subjective. When you been. put Yankee Band-Aids on your head, that's all you need to know. How else was I going to stop the bleeding? A regular uh, Band-Aid? Band-Aid? Who knew that you had Well, that's Yankee why I was in the medicine cabinet. I just grabbed the first thing I saw. Boom! Pop goes the weasel. I didn't even weasel. know that you actually could have Yankee Band-Aids. And I crisscrossed with my applesauce, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a bandit on my head before in my entire life. It's a weird thing to do. But I really took a chunk out of my, my uh, we call it scalp? Yeah, sure. Or your head? Whatever yeah, it is. Your those skull. Are, those are not just band-aids. They are Yankee band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> when you want the very best. Jesus <laughs> God. Look at what you've become. Yes. It's, it's embarrassing, uh, actually. There's I mean, a band-aid in the medicine cabinet. I grabbed the first you one are, I could find. You are one big, ginormous embarrassment. Well, embarrassing. Yeah, Embarrassing. If it was a Met Band-Aid, you'd feel better about it? Uh, you know what? I don't wear Met Band-Aids, but this <laughs> is like, when I saw that this morning, yeah, I was I was just actually blown Thanks away. Thanks for asking how I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. I lost about a pint. But <laughs> now nah, you look fine. I look fantastic. Got good the color Yankee in your skin. I'm You're tan fine. and I'm thinner and right. I feel fantastic. You, where, where did you get those Yankee Band-Aids? That's not relevant to this conversation. I do like that you have team... Covered band-aids, though. That's kind of neat. Here's Jerry Recco with an update. Hi, Hi, Jerry. Good morning. Brought to you by Bruni and Campisi Air Conditioning. Keep cool and visit BruniandCampisi.com. Just tell you before we move on to the baseball, Jordan Spieth is your leader at the British Open, three under through nine. Did you see what Rory McIlroy said? He could have played worse this year from the little bit I've paid attention. He misses cut after cut after cut. I just got married and And then he goes, uh, because I got to tell you. I mean, if you look at the back someone, I'm a pretty good choice for you right now. Like, he couldn't have His odds, right, are probably but, not great, so yeah, why not? Here's why you have to really appreciate what Tiger Woods did and for how long he did it. Because every guy that's come along is the next 
you know, star of the sport who's going to dominate. None of them do it for longer than a you know small finite period of time. He did it for a decade. Like Rory McIlroy has had great you. you know five tournament runs, that kind of thing. Spieth has as well, but neither one of them guys can hold a candle to Woods. Yeah, but I would also tell you that uh, Jordan Spieth and this generation of golfer are much better collectively as golfers than when Tiger Wood was running rough shot over guys who are much older than he was, and mm. and he was hitting the ball like nobody had ever seen before. So he was the one that spawned this generation of golfer, I believe. Right. And that's why they're all good, and that's why anybody at any given known, uh, moment can win a, win a golf tournament. I, I just I, He dominated, and I'm not taking anything away from Tiger, because I, I swear to God he put golf back on the map and made it cool to play Absolutely golf. Absolutely right. Um, and that's why we're seeing all these great young players. There. And look they how they want to be like Tiger Woods. And look how fit these players are. I mean, you know, Tiger Woods was playing against the Walrus for God's right. sake. There's no more uh, John Daly's or no. Uh, Walruses. No, these guys there aren't many of them. That's no, for these sure. guys right. are all. It's not like the women's store, you know. What? There's a whole, there's a whole to do in the women's store. Is there? What, what do you mean? There's a whole to do uh, about the clothing. I mean, no, I know there's no, no, I'm serious. The there's a big thing going on. Uh, I came up talking about women's golf. Where a number of the really like top twenty ranked, I guess, players, yes, happen to be heavy, or I guess thicker. What I don't know what phrase you want to use, and they're being quote unquote fat shamed. Apparently, it's like a big to do by who? Uh, by people that I don't know that watch it or comment on it. It's like, and the the LPGA has had to deal with it from I guess an image standpoint. Where there is a group of very talented golfers who are winning all these tournaments, like they're great at what they do, but they they're not fitting the mold of whether well, you, whether you find them attractive well, or thin yeah, or whatever but, it is. Let's, let's, but that's a big let's deal. Call it what it is, they, the LPGA is being dominated by South Korean golfers. But apparently, there's an issue about. And I'm not bringing it up. I'm saying I was reading about it the no, other day. No, but the big thing in that— They're being fat-shamed. Well, the big thing in the LPGA now is the uh, dress code that is being required of the women. Well, what's and the dress now, code? And now, of course, huh, there's an argument on every side, right? So you say to yourself, the LPGA once put a, a, a very strict dress code in on the women. No low plunge, uh, plunging necklines, none, none, none of that. Uh, when you're wearing a certain short or skirt, you gotta wear wear it a certain way, and everything else. And for some reason, the LPGA and the leadership in the LPGA felt like they needed to address this, so they addressed it. And then, of course, comes the the argument that women should be uh, able to dress any way that they want. Well, to dress. I agree with that. The men you, on the the men on the golf course, uh, yeah. uh, they can't dress any way right. they want. If you dress. feel comfortable wearing like a Look, spandex golf outfit, do it. If you feel comfortable no, wearing a moo moo, no, do it. That, that the the LPGA is not allowing that. Well, that's the, it's wrong on their part. And the PGA wouldn't allow the men to so do that's that. That's what I'm talking about. They're fat shaming these gals. No, they're not fat shaming. Yeah, they're that, they're trying to. I, I, I just told you what I read. For I don't some know. reason, they're reacting to what the the women have been wearing, and I. And you could say whatever you want, and I'm not trying to, you know, make it a point. I'm, all I'm saying is that there's an argument. So I, you, you're saying you fat shaming. I'm telling you, they're trying to ask them to cover they're up. They're not happy that you've got a bunch of heavy set women winning golf tournaments. I don't apparently. know. I, I watched the U.S. Open this week. I saw one heavy set woman, and she was at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, the woman and I don't care like, if she's she heavy set or not. Like a but, cow. but the other, she did. She wore an outfit like a cow's hide. So that was like her. Her uh, reaction to the fat shaming going on, she I, I don't know the gal's name, I apologize. She put on a golf shirt that had 
Uh, Cow. The white and black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Shen yeah. Shen Feng. Uh, what? Shen Shen Feng is her is name. Is that her name? Yes. Well, there you go. But I, so don't I, I'm not making it up. Yeah, but the other girls behind her were all dressed appropriately, looked great. But they looked couldn't like they see were the all, hole. They were all very athletic. I mean, I they're like great I, golfers. That's my point. I don't even know how I got on this stupid point, but the point was no. We got on the point because we were talking about what Tiger Woods did to the men's, and we talk about fat shaming. You know, Tiger Woods did that to all the men that were playing right. at the time when he was dominating the the the, the yeah. sport. Beat him down. So anyway, and I now just, and now you look at what has spawned from Tiger Woods. We were talking about the athletic body types that yeah. you see on the men's tour. I get it. Imagine heavy set gal wearing a cow shirt. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Is that why she wore that? Yes, that's Come a, on. I, that's what I read. I mean, I didn't speak to her, of course, but that's what I read. Yeah. Well, hold on. I give her credit for it, actually, because she's comfortable with who she is. So if you don't like it, that's your problem. You know, some listen. Some people are are actually content. You know, being a little thicker. Or, you know, whatever, having ear hair, whatever the case may be. Right. It's, you know, when you comment on it, you're the one that's got the problem. Like, some people enjoy having Yankee gear on their heads. <laughs> some people like to mock it because they don't understand. Right. You know, that's on you. That's your insecurity, not mine. And anyway, Jerry's here. Hi, Jerry. All right. So, beyond uh, the golf, we had the uh, Yankees last night. Todd Frazier did make his debut. He didn't start. Uh, but came into the game late, struck out his first at bat, got hit by a pitch in his second at bat. They wound up losing the game to the Twins six to one. Minnesota with the six run second inning. Here was uh, Frazier taking us through that uh, first at bat and how it went for him. Uh, I was a little foggy, man. I'll be honest with you. you know, just getting off the plane, uh, I didn't really sleep last night, and uh, getting up there, you know, I faced Barrios a couple times already, but it, you know, felt like my first at bat, basically getting called up again. So. So a little, I, get, little I, don't know. I guess if him. you show up a half hour before the game, uh, I mean, I know they pinch hit him and all, but maybe you shouldn't even play. I, get, I mean, you know what? Because I'm sure there's a whirlwind for him. Kid, I get that. The kid Canley came into the game in the eighth inning, and he was, I mean, awesome. He was 17 pitches, 15 for strike, struck out two. And that's how um, you use a, key, a guy like that. There was no pressure. You were down five, you know, 6-1. Right. And so, and by the way, this kid, from everything I was reading yesterday, this kid looks to be the gem of the deal. And I don't know much the about gem him. Of the deal. Yes, this kid uh, supposedly the the stuff he has. This could turn out to be the big part of the deal. You know what he looks like from behind? I don't know. Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes. His okay. His delivery reminded me of Phil Hughes last night. For some interesting. Reason. How about you guys? Like, have you ever been in a situation where you saw someone from behind and you immediately knew who they were? Or no? Uh perhaps. Probably a young gal or whatever it might be. Maybe. You know, a buddy. Possibly like, down the beach. I Please bend over. Is. Just from behind. We're, yeah. we're like, where are you get? What are you getting at? I'm saying he. I thought Phil Hughes was pitching last night. I go, oh. well, Phil Hughes is back. What? Just because of the way he, he looks from just behind. like Phil Hughes from behind, right? Like I could pick Boomer from behind, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's either him or Phil. I mean, <laughs> also very true. But I know I could tell Boomer. Like if Boomer was naked walking away from me uh, on a beach. Let's okay, say. Okay, now that's weird. I would be able to say that's my main man, Boomer. I just from behind, I I would get that. So. The bare ass would do it for you? Just the whole like, thing. that's how you would like if, identify? If we all were lined up naked, walking down the beach, like uh, in a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> this is a right? thought and they, and they slow-played it, you know, like, the, uh, on, you know, the black and white camera. Well, there are the bones. There's right? Al. Like, don't you think we'd be easy to pick out who's who? Yeah, Al's ass. Please bend over. I, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And then there'd be Eddie's ass. Then there'd be Harry Jerry. <laughs> I get all that. Yeah. Right. Okay. That was weird. Uh, here's uh, Joe. I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty good at that. You ever worry about sunburn? 
No, no, I don't. We should do copper tone commercials. Yeah. You know, Let's do them. Great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. My yeah. white ass right in front of the camera. Copper cone. That's my to- toned tan body. Copper cone. What do you keep saying? What? What do you keep saying? Pepper cone? Copper tone? Copper tone. Copper cone. Who? What? Copper tone. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yankees show the Red Sox yeah, by no four and a half games. I have no idea what you doing other than And you fight. are like, and you are supposed to call yourself like an up-to-date guy. Well, you're mumbling. I don't know what you're saying. That's why I did it. Copper tone. Yeah. Copper cone? <laughs> you're an asshat. <laughs> <laughs> I won't burn that way. I'll protect my face. Red Sox beat the Your Blue ass Jays. on my face. <laughs> Your face on my ass. <laughs> well, Billy, uh, the date was going well until he talked about an ass hat. Mets beat the Cardinals seven three. About a size twelve. <laughs> Mister, Mister. What else, Jerry? Right, uh, the Mets uh, in that win. Jacob Degrom six and two thirds wins his seventh straight start, uh, which is good for him. The one thing I don't like. The, and I don't know where it's coming from. The notion that the Mets could possibly trade Jacob Degrom, and he was actually asked about Why being in, in trade. I agree. Uh, excuse me, the Mets. But he was no. It's because the media asked stupid questions. But like why even? Like why, why would the Mets even, even entertain no, the thought that, of trading Jacob some, Degrom? That's a media guy asking a question. I know that. So, but why are we so, writing about it? Well, because they're trying to get a story. They're trying to get like a headline. Because yeah, what if the answer was? Everyone's uh, tradable because then that becomes a story. Jacob Degrom should become for the Mets what Clayton Kershaw is for the the Dodgers. What um, you know? Uh, what's his name? Strasburg is for what's he? Eleven uh, Nationals. Yeah, yes. he is. How, how many games under the Mets? Under five hundred. I'm asking the, for a point. The Mets are eight games. I think they're forty two and fifty. I they're eight games under five hundred, yeah. and he's eight games over five hundred. Yeah, that that guy's. I mean, clearly the MVP of the team. Which is why he's had a great year. Terry Collins was asked if it makes sense. And then a funny boom, it went from Harvey was supposed to be the guy, then Syndergaard was going to be the guy. And the one guy that really doesn't say much, right? Yeah. But goes out there and just busts his ass and is now 11-3 and is neither one of them guys. It's Jacob DeGrom, the Grominator. I think there's a lot of Met people that would have told you before the season started, this is the guy. I mean, you all you want about Syndergaard. Syndergaard. It was all about Noah Syndergaard. But I think most Met fans, I think a lot of Met fans would tell you it was about DeGrom. Well, you say that now. But don't forget, in March it was Syndergaard because he showed up all jagged. I know that. And it was the return of Matt Harvey, right? And then people almost took DeGrom for granted in comparison to the talk of those two guys because of what they had kind of represented for Met fans. I know. But DeGrom but is better remember, than both of them. But you have to remember, at the beginning of the year, Syndergaard was your number one pitcher. By I far. know that. I'm well no, aware. No, but not by far. I'm just telling he you. Was he was the guy. The pecking order, he was the guy who was going to open the season. He was your starter. Right. Just like Matt Harvey was the starter. But all that Jacob DeGrom has done since he's been here is just be consistent right through. And, he's and, been, and he's I been know great. we call him the degrominator. Well, he's some the team MVP that. is what he is. Yeah. Seth Lugo, Lance Lynn this afternoon. Let's try to get a split of the four-game series. Dodgers beat the White Sox in a range-shortened game in 8-9-1. to one. They have won 11 straight games, 31-4 and four in their last 35. Really <sighs> remarkable uh, what they have done. The O.J. Simpson parole hearing That's is great. You guys have an interest today. in seeing this live or no? No. I don't know. I, really, I, I no. have zero interest. Uh, Eddie Al, any interest in like having to see it or no? I have zero interest. Al will be glued in. You'll put Al, Al? Or locked in and glued I in. I am normally it. locked in with anything OJ, but I know he's going to get out. So. Just... so so is it yes or no? No, I'm not interested. Oh. No, it's amazing. Is that oh, he's how been can in you say I'm, 
He's been in jail for eight years, which is crazy. I'm not interested in watching it, but you'll make, so but you'll make a point of finding out about sure. it. Sure. Now, once I so when your phone goes and it goes O.J. Simpson paroled, right? Will you then go to watch the announcement, or is that enough for you just to read it? That's enough for me just to read it. See, I don't care if it's seen it live. But I will go back. I, then I'll go because I want to see the reaction, you know, and all that crap. You could tell. You could probably say that O.J. Simpson is uh, not only responsible for the deaths of two people, but also responsible for the dearth—not the dearth—the uh, the emergence, I should say, of reality television. Um, could be right about that. I don't know yes. about that. I don't yes. know if I go that far. That whole trial watching- was nothing real. It was the whole. It was the old reality of the trial and all that crap, and him getting off, and the gloves don't fit. You got to quit, and all this other crap. I mean, just the idiocy surrounding the fact that 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 he got off in an L.A. court of law. It's just mind boggling. Listen, it did captivate a country for a year. That's for sure. You know. Hey, him riding around in the white Bronco during a Nick game. Well, the NBA Finals. Yes. Not just any Nick game. That captured the country. NBA Finals. Al where they, they actually put a little box screen in the middle of an NBA Final game so that we could all watch the Bronco uh, go by. Yep. I was at a, uh, a bachelor party in Philly at the time, uh, so I was a little distracted. But then my Knicks were playing ball. I was at a bachelor party here in New York. Were you? Yes. I knew we had. See, Look this at is, you two. This is what my I'm talking God. about. On the same page, no matter when it was in life. Like, see? See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure so. Were you at a bachelor party, Jerry? I was not. When's the last time you went to a bachelor party? Um, have you ever time. gone to one? Yeah, of course. You have? Yes. Al, have you ever gone to one? Many years ago. Many years ago. Mm-hmm. How many? I mean, we're uh, really not the, at that the, age right now. The did, mid-90s. Yeah. Did you have a bachelor party when you were engaged twice? No, I think you have the bachelor party right before you're going to get married. Well, you have whatever you want. I'll never set a in date. In between fiancé and wedding... Did you ever contemplate your bachelor party? I did not, no. Would you like to have one? This season on The Bachelor. I'm lonely. Help me. A man people expect not a lot from. Most people expect not a lot from me. Must overcome his awkward self. Oh, hi there. It's Al Dukes from the Boomer and Carton Show. How are you? To find true love. I'm fun. I'm fit. I've got a hot body. Take me on a date. A season full of surprises. Turns out I have a bionic penis. And unforgettable laughter. You're nothing but a hoo <laughs> Al Dukes is... Boozy boozy bop. bop. Bachelor. Bop. Boozy boozy bop. bop. Nailed it. <laughs> well, that answers that question. <laughs> I think at a certain age you can have a wild bachelor party. By the way, bachelor parties are now like a week. A and week? These bach- yeah, these bachelorette parties yeah. and bachelor parties are no longer just go out for the night and do whatever you do. It's, we're going to... Aruba for the weekend. It's unbelievable. What's the strangest thing you ever saw at a bachelor party? Uh, nothing I'm going to say. Well, I mean, any, was, the there, was there anything that stuck out like, oh, my God. Look, look at, at those that. breasts. <laughs> Jeez, come on, Eddie. <laughs> Jeez. Moist clams. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. Chum oh. ya. Yes, go to Vegas. You say that at the third red light after you pass oh. Luxor Hotel, and you find out exactly what it means. Philia Johnson. <laughs> Chum ya. Oh. All right, Craig, 752 on the fan. Go-go dancers. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.